Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Friendship in a Time of Coronavirus. Today, we're going to talk about all things travel, one of Avantika's and I's favorite things, something we hope to do together one day. Um, so yeah, Avantika, you want to start with places you've yeah. gone, favorite? So I know Acacia is going to totally take over this episode just because like travel is her thing. She's going to have so many stories. So I'm excited to hear that, but I can get started. Um, I guess I can start with my first trip ever, which was when I was like eight months old. And that's when we went to Qatar to visit my grandparents because they used to live there in Doha. So I don't remember too much of that trip, obviously. But then we went back and visited two more times when I was like one years old and then five years old. And then after that, they moved back to India. So all my trips to visit my grandparents have been to India, which has been like four or five at this point. It was supposed to be one more trip this past summer, but obviously coronavirus, so that didn't happen. So it's been a while since I've been to India, but that's always a fun one because I get to see all my family there and we have a big family. So half of it is just like traveling to different parts of India to see my cousins and my grandparents and my grandparents on the other side and my cousins there. So it's always a good time. And the past three times I went, we went for weddings. I was going to say... That's usually mm-hmm. you when you go, there's always a wedding or an event. Exactly. And that's so much fun just because everyone's in the same spot at the same time. And there are so many functions that you can dress up and you do dances and you choreograph things and you meet everyone and weddings are a really good time. So I've been to four weddings total and they've all been in India. Really fun. So that's a good time. And then other than those like big trips to visit family. We obviously take vacations like just to go see places. So we've been to Mexico a couple times with a couple other families. I've been to the Bahamas, which was fun. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. So we went on a cruise to the Bahamas with two other family friends, like their families and our families. That one was a good one. I think later on when we talk about our favorite trip, I'm probably going to list that one. So I'll save my stories for then. But what are some other trips? Um, I was going to ask you, is the weddings and stuff the only time your dance training really comes in handy? So it's ironic because the type of dance I learn is classical dance. So that's not really for like wedding functions. For weddings, you dance Bollywood, which is like the mainstream, the fun, energetic dance. But classical dance is more like traditional and you do it at temples so no my dance training doesn't come in handy maybe like the expression part of it like I know how to engage an audience but um no usually at weddings it's Bollywood which is very fun and we choreograph our own dances and stuff it's been a while since then I've I was like obviously really little when we did those but I can remember having a lot of fun yeah, now we can jump to you. What are your trips that you've gone so, to? So the first trip I ever went on that I know of, maybe there was like a smaller domestic trip, but when I was just over a year old, we went to Hawaii um, mm-hmm. and that was right before my mom was pregnant with my the sister after me. And I don't remember that trip, but we have like family videos. And so I watched that and we went with my grandma. So that was that was really nice. We were actually talking this about this with my mom yesterday. She said it was a terrible having a one-year-old and traveling because I'm such an energetic person, always have been. She was like, I would not say still on the plane and I didn't have my own seat. So I was all over like the laps and the floor and just <laughs> all over. And I didn't sleep. 
really quick cutting in there my mom traveled with me when I was like four years old and my sister when she was two all alone all the way to India so it was just her taking care of two toddlers on like a 24-hour trip she still has nightmares about that one (laughs) I'm sure. I mean, at least my mom had my dad and my grandma there to help out. Like, at least I had three laps to climb across, not just her trying to keep me in the one seat. Um, And then after that, um, we really, we didn't travel for like, we would go see my family. We went to go see my family in Florida before they moved to North Carolina. And then once to North Carolina to see them. And then once I think my youngest sister was seven, my dad was like, okay, now we can start doing some more trips like that are memorable. And so we did a lot of U.S. trips because my dad's a history buff. He loves the the national parks. And so we, our first trip we ever did, we did um, a bunch of stuff around Arizona. So Four Corners, Meteor Crater, Karchner Caverns, Jerome, a lot of like the touristy things in Arizona, Grand Canyon. Um, And then we did, California with Sequoia National Park, um, South Dakota, Yosemite, mm-hmm. um, Yellowstone, sorry, Yosemite yeah. in California. So, so we did Sequoia and Yosemite in California and then Yellowstone in South Dakota and Colonial Williamsburg, Virginia. That's most, oh, DC. We did a DC trip. And then in 2018, so that was our first time traveling internationally. So my sister was 11, 12 at that point. So my dad was like, I'm not spending that much money until she's going to remember it. So so smart. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we went to Greece and that was amazing. We stopped in New York. We had a layover and a long Mm -hmm. layover in New York. We just made it like a day. It wasn't originally a day, but somehow my dad like found a day long layover. Um, and so we did a day in New York and that was actually a miserable time. Cause it was winter. And my dad did not tell us to pack winter clothes because Greece wasn't going to be that cold. Right. And it was freezing. I think it snowed while we were there. Cause if this was like early March and oh, yeah. so that was actually a miserable time in New York. I'm never going to New York again in the winter. Oh my, gosh. <laughs> my sister's like, you'll be fine if you just pack winter clothes. I'm like, it's also not my vibe. Like I like flatter cities. I don't, I don't love all the tall buildings and the crowdedness. Mm-hmm. Like I like my space. So right. it's just, it's not my vibe really. I'm much more of a West coast girl for sure. Yeah. Um, and then that was the year I went to Ecuador as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my first time traveling by myself ever. I had never even traveled by myself domestically before. So that was exciting. Um, and then 2019 was my big year of travel. Before your big year of travel, I'll jump in and I'll talk about my domestic vacations because I, I didn't really talk about that before. So I've also been to California, to Utah, to uh, Minnesota, Texas. Those are to visit cousins. We went to Florida for Disney World. That was really fun. We went to New York a couple summers ago in the summer. So I was okay because I can't do the cold either. Snow is not my thing, but I love New York. It was like, I like the crowdedness and the bustle of the city. But I couldn't live there, I don't think. I think it's a nice place to go vacation or potentially to go to med school there. So like a couple years I would be living, but as a student, because I think that's a different vibe. But I think that would be fun. Um, also in California, we did Disneyland. We did Yosemite. We did LA. Those are like the common ones. Where else have we been? Florida, yeah. Oh, we've been to Iowa to visit some cousins there. Iowa? Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anyone who lives in Iowa. 
And I was pretty close to Minnesota. So one time we just like took a bus over to Minnesota so we could visit those cousins as well. Okay, you can jump to your 2019 fun times. So 2019, I went to nine countries on three continents. So it was my big year trial. I aspire that to be like every year at some point in my life. Um, although, of course, the more I visit, the less countries there are to get to. But um, so 2019 started off our family trip was to China, which was amazing. I don't think we ever really planned to go to China. My dad just found a great deal. So we're like not super rich. I think everyone assumes that because you can travel. We are just very, we're very efficient travelers. We look for the good deals. And so like we go with tour groups and we find the deals on Groupon of all places. And so this China trip we found on Groupon and it was super cheap because it was sponsored by the government because they're trying to increase tourism. So it was like a thousand dollars a person, all things included a domestic flight from Beijing to Shanghai. So that was, that was a super fun experience. I'd say I just didn't love the food. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not big into Asian food anyway. And authentic Chinese food is really not my vibe. Um, but everything else was, it was so amazing to see. And especially since it's one of the oldest civilizations on earth, like it was just awesome. Like in the real sense of the word. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. Sure. I can only imagine. It's just like such a different culture shift to mm-hmm. everything's so different. And the, and the great wall too, just like bucket list moment for sure. I, my dad doesn't really want to go back, but I, I definitely do. And I want to see a different part of the great wall. Cause we saw the part of the great wall that's just outside of Beijing. So it's not like in pictures where it's like, you're in the middle of the forest and the hills and everything. There's the city right there. Yeah. So, and also it was a really steep part of the wall. So there were stairs. There wasn't just like the path, which is like what I would rather do. Um, and then I want to see the terracotta soldiers, for sure. And then Hong Kong, which is, of course, like a much more modern um, kind of area. Not that Shanghai isn't. Shanghai is super like high tech, modern and everything. But definitely there's so much of China to see because it's so big. And then that summer. So that was the Europe trip with Grayson. If you haven't listened to the Grayson episodes, go listen to them. They're a great time. So that we went to England, then crossed the channel. We didn't take the channel. We took a ship which was still fun. I sat on the deck the whole time and the weather was just gorgeous. So no, it's so smooth. It's so smooth because the ship is huge. It's huge because you you park cars and buses underneath. That's how you get your car across the channel is you drive onto one of these ships. So it's like crew, it's probably cruise ship size, basically. It's so big. Um, and then so cross channel France and then drove to Switzerland and then through Liechtenstein to Austria. Didn't stay in Liechtenstein, just passed there. And then from Austria, we did a day trip down to Venice. So Northern Italy and then to Germany, which is where we flew out of. And that was two weeks. Was, oh my gosh. It felt like longer, but also went by so fast. And a lot of times, I think I said this in the Grayson episode, a lot of times, like, I don't want to leave when I'm on the trip, but I was so exhausted because we were all running on like four hours of sleep a night because we had such early call times and we could sleep on the bus, but of course we just wanted to talk. So there wasn't too much sleeping done on the buses, Um, but it was one of the best trips I've ever been on in my life. I think Ecuador just takes the cake because it was such a special and unique experience but I and that's like a trip but also an experience because it was 
like who takes a six week vacation? Like, and it didn't, it felt like a vacation kind of, but I was also going to school at the same time. So I'd say experience definitely favorite trip would be the Europe trip for sure. Cause that's just like once in a lifetime, like you're not going to go to nine, like seven countries at once. Um, And then my final trip of the year was I did a, um, with Scottsdale Sister Cities, went to, did a student exchange to Alamos, Mexico, which is with Scottsdale Sister Cities. So that's in the southern part of the state of Sonora, which is the state that borders Arizona. And that was a long bus ride. That was a 12 hour bus ride. And on the way there to, actually, was it on the way there or the way back? I I kind of want to say maybe it was even on the way back. One of the ways we got stopped by the police and she was just checking things out, whatever. Mm-hmm. And apparently Americans needed visas for some reason. It was a new, I had never heard of this. Usually Americans don't need visas to go to Mexico. Um, and so she was getting so mad at us. And there was like a group of eight of us. So she was like, all eight of you don't have visas. She was like so pissed off at us. And we we're like, we, no one told us, like we bought tickets and they're supposed to tell you, oh, do you have a visa? And they didn't also because that's never been a thing. So I don't know what was going on. And so she like begrudgingly let us go. And I think, I think it was the way back because she, because that was also bizarre that we were leaving the country and she was getting mad at us. It's not like we were entering the country. We were leaving. Right. We were leaving. Yeah, exactly. And she was getting mad at us. Anyway, Mm -hmm. that was a super fun experience. And since then, my host mom from Mexico, she has come to live here because her sister has been living here. And so I've seen her a couple of times. And that winter, so a couple months after I saw the whole family, because they came to do some Christmas shopping. So that was before she moved here. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my host brother, he's in college right now. He is actually coming to visit in May. So I'm super excited for that. And I finally, since travel is opening up, I'm going back to Ecuador. So mm-hmm. that's, I'm so, so excited. So, so excited yeah. for that. It's three years and it's crazy because I've been wanting to go back since I got back to Arizona. I was like, put me on a plane right now. And just the timing has never been good and I've been busy. And so finally, finally, finally. And then last trip that I've completed was right as COVID was happening. Um, my family went to England and Scotland. Um, that was, that was super, super fun. Yeah. So we just like did a circle of the, of the country. She's been all over the place and not even that she has connections in every place too. Like this morning we were talking that she's like talking to her Algerian friend and they're like having conversations. She knows people in Mexico and Ecuador and just everywhere. So that's a good thing. Like you don't just visit a place, but you meet people there and you keep in touch with them. So I feel like that's the right way to do it. So it's not like a one and done. Exactly. And it's a travel, major travel tip. Make friends with people that live in other countries because then you don't have to pay for a hotel because in a lot of cultures, they are fine to let you stay. And even if it's crashing on the couch, I mean, like, yeah. So exactly. That's my, that's my thing for whenever I travel by myself, I'm going to find a friend to stay with so I don't have to pay for a hotel. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, a a lot of them are friends from exchange. And then last summer, like I think a lot of people did that were practicing languages, they got like language practice apps. And so that's how I met my Algerian friend and I have other Italian friends now. Um, So yeah, that's a big tip, make friends, make international friends. (laughs) 
So speaking of trips that we're looking forward to, I am planning a study abroad to potentially Costa Rica in the spring. And I think we've kind of touched on this in a past episode, but that's something that I'm looking forward to. And like Acacia was saying, it's going to be more of an experience. I'm going to be there for a whole semester. So really get to know the culture and people and language and just everything about it. So more than just like seeing places, which I also will do during the weekends and stuff because everything's so pretty there. But I'll also just get so immersed and I'm really excited for that, especially because I haven't like really lived anywhere by myself. And like because of COVID, I've been living at home. So that's going to be my first opportunity to really like live independently. So that'll be nice. Yeah, maybe I should come visit you while you're there, like maybe in the in the spring, like if the semester goes a little longer, if you're going to stay a couple weeks after the semester ends, I can come visit you. Could you imagine that would be our first time actually crossing something big off our bucket list? Yeah, that's so true. much fun. That's true. Either that or you can come visit me in France when I go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Except I don't know French. You know Spanish. That might be easy by the way. I mean, but France, people speak English. They just don't like speaking English. They can, though. You can definitely be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, I've never been to Europe, so I, I could be doing yeah. that. So smooth segue there. What are your top three travel destinations? What are the big three places you want to go right now? Okay, top three. So Costa Rica has always been on that top three list. So I guess I kind of touched on that already. I want to go to Japan just because like we kind of talked about China and the different culture and how I've never really experienced something like that before. And I think there's just so much to learn there. So I'd love to go to Japan. I know they have a Disney World there. So that would be really fun if I could go to the Disney World. Um, But obviously also experience like the actual culture of the place as well. There's one in China too. And actually some people that were on our tour while we were in Shanghai, they ditched the tour for a day and went to... Disneyland, yeah. China. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. But at the same time, it's not like the authentic experience because Disney's everywhere around the world, but they do tailor it to specific Exactly. Countries. So you get, you get a little bit different. Right, right. And then I guess the third place on my list, England. Let's do England. Yeah. Okay. So my third one would have to be England because it's in all the movies and I want to see the British accents and that would be fun. And I know it's like a city. The only thing is- has a thing for British accents. I mean, don't we all to be fair, but like, especially because there's a story there, (laughs) which you're going to have to wait and find out in another episode. But yeah, um, England would be really fun. What about you? Top three? So places that I haven't been. So I'm dying to go back to Italy because I've only been there for less than 24 hours. But places that I haven't been, Brazil is super high on my list. I have several friends there definitely want to visit. I want to go during Carnival and Mm -hmm. experience all that. So that's super, super high on my list. Um, So I'm going to do like you. So one each continent. So Asia, it's a really hard tie between South Korea and Japan because they Mm -hmm. both just really hold so much fascination for me. I've been I've been wanting to go to Japan since I was in third grade. I like was obs- in third grade. I was obsessed with Japan. I read like a bunch of books, but I checked out all the books in the library about Japan. I've always been super fascinated, and that came from Memoirs of a Geisha because that's when my mom <laughs> we watched that movie, and I just read that book in 2020, I think, and it's 
such an amazing story. So yeah. I've, I've always held fascination with Japanese culture for sure. And then South Korea is definitely top second for um, Asia and then Europe. So many to choose from. So, so, so many, but ones I haven't been, I would say Spain because Spain have you been to Spain before? No, I've never been to Spain. Shockingly, everyone thinks everyone thinks that I have. I have not been to Spain. I really want to. I think I'll probably go and visit my host sister there because she goes to um she goes to college in Spain right now. My Ecuadorian host sister, I have to clarify since I've had two (laughs) families. My Ecuadorian sister goes to college in Spain. And since it's right by France, maybe I'll go while I'm in France. That'll probably be most strategic too. But yeah, those are my top three. Honestly, I want to go everywhere in the world. Um, I know it's one hundred you to choose. <laughs> yes, all 195 UN countries would be my preference. At least 100. My bucket list says at least 100, but I would love to go everywhere for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that traveling is a whole nother thing. It's so great. You learn so much. You have such a good time. And yeah, it's a good time. So what was your favorite trip then? Okay, so I touched on this before, but we went to the Bahamas with two other families on a cruise ship. So we visited like five different islands and every day was an excursion. So we parked the ship and we did something. But I think we had the most fun time like on the boat itself or maybe the last day where we were in Nassau and it was like a private island almost. And so we were on the beach the entire day. I was playing beach volleyball. They were on a raft. Actually, funny story. So the three of them, there were four kids, me and my sister, and then two of our other friends. Me, my sister, and the two friends went on a raft. I was playing volleyball. And then um, they're just like floating away in the ocean. And then all of a sudden, you know, the buoys, like the red buoys where you shouldn't cross the line because at that point you're in rough waters and stuff. So they didn't notice where they were going because they were following, um, what's it called? A manta ray. They saw a manta ray. So they were like following it and seeing where it goes. And they totally crossed the red line, like a lot. And then the stranger notices this weird raft in the middle of the ocean. And she's like, whose kids are those? (laughs) Like there's a raft in the ocean. How old were you? We were probably like 12. Okay, so like middle school. Middle school, yeah. And they're younger than me. So they're two years younger. Well, actually, one of them was 12. My sister was probably 10. And then the other guy was 10. And so they were on the raft. And then these strangers start yelling. And our parents are so oblivious. They're just chilling in the ocean. They're drinking whatever margaritas they're drinking. Which is hilarious because that's, that's the opposite of the stereotype. For parents, mm-hmm. you'd think they'd be like scary dipping your it. toe in the water, everything. Yeah. And then their kids are just floating away and they're like, right. it's fine. Because they were having a good time too, right? They're with their friends. They're all chatting, hanging out. And then finally someone gets their attention. They're like, aren't those your kids? They're like really far away. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. So then they start screaming and they're like, come back, come back. And they, they don't even realize where they've gone. They're like, what? We're just like floating. We're fine. And then they're like, oh, wait, those the red line's like all the way over there. So then they start like paddling back and then they come back and obviously got in a little trouble. Like, how can you not notice where you're going? Blah, blah, blah. You have to pay attention. But that was a fun story that we always look back on and laugh. I'm really jealous that you've traveled with families and like friends because I think that would be so fun because we've only ever traveled with our families and it's like yeah okay it's nice but like 
I don't know. It's just, there's something special about traveling with friends. Yeah. Um, Cause you make so many memories and then the adults get to have their own good time. Cause they're with their friends and the kids are having their time. And it's kind of like a separate thing. Cause when you're with family, you're constantly with your parents, you can't get a break from them. But when you're with other families, it's nice to branch out a little bit. Exactly. And that's why the Europe trip was my favorite trip yeah. for sure. Because it's, it's a different atmosphere than with your parents. Like you can exactly. kind of let loose a little more, do things yeah. that are a little bit more questionable. And so I'm definitely looking forward to traveling with you and being a bad influence. Oh, looking forward to it. Can't wait. <laughs> What's one of your favorite trips? Uh, well, let me think favorite memory. Cause mm-hmm. I've said, I've said my favorite trips, right? My birthday in Ecuador was pretty special. I've spent, I spent two consecutive birthdays, not at home. So Ecuador and then um, Europe. The Europe birthday was considerably less fun because we were in airports all day. So I was just jet lagged and sleep deprived um, mm-hmm. on my birthday. Um, but Ecuador, that was a really special birthday. So me and my other exchange friends, um, so girl from Germany, guy from Japan, we went on a boat trip to go see whales like big humpback whales and so we skipped school and it was a really overcast day unfortunately so the water was super choppy and so I got seasick so I took a nap as we were boating out there and then I got woken up when the whales came but like like you see in movies and nature documentaries we saw them jump out of the water and land on their back and that was just so Gosh. cool got to see the blue-footed booby national bird of Ecuador got iconic that yeah. And then we had lunch that was super, super good. Brazil was playing in the World Cup. They were my team that I was championing that year. They lost on my birthday, which I was very offended about. And then we got back to the house and I got my face smashed in the cake because that's what they do. Okay. Um, and then we had like my class birthday party at mm-hmm. the neighborhood pool. And that was pretty fun. And then that night we went to the bar and then like my host sister, she like just got me drunk and then sent me home in a taxi while she went to the <laughs> club because I didn't have a fake ID and they were really, so bars weren't, wouldn't ID you, but clubs um, definitely so would. She Even went she and partied on your birthday. She sent you yeah. home. She's like, okay, yeah. you're done for tonight. Goodbye. <laughs> Because even though she was like low-key pals with the security guard, she was not confident that she would be able to get me in. Um, So she sent me home with a couple of (laughs) other friends in the taxi. So she didn't send me alone, luckily. Also, because even though I could speak Spanish, I was coherent. I was definitely coherent. Um, It was really weird. My head felt felt like it was falling off my shoulders. It was an interesting experience. Um, But yeah, no, so she sent me home with some friends um, and I got home okay. Have lots, I documented the whole night. I was taking videos. So that was, that's always fun to watch back on. But that was definitely, I think, one of my favorite experiences. That was just a really, that was a really fun day and a really good birthday. For sure. Yeah. So thinking about these fun experiences, I thought of one of my worst experiences, but this is Mm. kind of traveling, not on the vacation itself. So the day before we were leaving from India, we were like, we want to have all the best food we can because it's our last day. So we're going to eat a lot and then we'll go to the airport. But the thing about Indian road food, like fast food almost, is that you have to be careful with food poisoning. It's a very high risk thing, but we were like, you know, it's our last day. We've been fine up till now. Let's just 
just indulge a little bit. That's and then when you away. get in trouble, when you start getting too confident. <laughs> exactly. And we're like, you know, we did the whole two months fine. It's the last day. What can it do? Lots of bad things. So we have some samosas, which are so good, like these deep fried um, food. And it's really yummy. And so we had that. And then we packed up. We got all our bags. We go to the airport. And the first flight is like, okay, I just sleep through it. But then we lay over in London. And that was a bad time. I couldn't stop throwing up at the airport. Like we could barely make it through security because they had to stop every two seconds and find a plastic bag and just like hurl my guts out. It was disgusting. The worst time of my life. You just get all the samosa out of your system after like three throw ups. Yeah, no, but the thing was like, whatever bacteria still stayed in my system. So I couldn't even keep water down. And then I was dehydrated. And I was just like stumbling through check in and everything we had to do because I couldn't see anything. So that was such a horrible time. And then we had a couple hours. So I ended up falling asleep. And then I woke up again when we were boarding our second flight from London to I think it was JFK. And that was even worse because on the plane, I had to throw up and like, I couldn't stop feeling sick. So that was the worst experience of my life. I was like, miserable. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And it was supposed to like, first of all, I was sad. I always hate leaving India because I'm saying bye to everyone. I don't know the next time I'm going to see them. So I was crying and then I was crying because I was throwing up and then I had tears to cry because I was dehydrated. So it was just a whole experience. By the time we actually touched down at home, it was all out of my system because the entire travel takes almost a day to do like 24 hours. But those 24 hours were held. They were so bad. (laughs) I bet. Oh, my God. My my worst. Luckily, I've never been like deathly sick. The beginning of the Europe trip, actually, I had a cold, um, not like between a cold and a flu. Because I wasn't, it was mostly my nose was running a lot. And then the girl, one of my roommates, because we kind of stuck with the same roommates every time, she got uh, the cold from me. And then, um, but it was, it was nothing super bad. Like no one was like out for there or anything. But then at the end of the trip, one of the girls in the group, she wasn't my roommate. I think she probably caught something on the buses because it was recycled air. (laughs) so she probably got because those buses I mean it was 30 of us and someone was probably always sick so she had it the worst she was pretty she was pretty nauseous but I think the day I left Ecuador was pretty bad just because I was so distressed from having the leaks the same things kind of you I was just so upset crying everything and then I was stressed out because I got to the Miami airport and I had to switch my own bag over it wasn't automatically switched and of course I so I my I thought that I only had 20 minutes to get from onto the next plane. I was like, I have to get my bag. And it was because my time zone on my phone hadn't switched over yet. So that's what scared me. I actually had two hours, but the, oh my, gosh. my own time zone hadn't switched over yet because when I travel, instead of like paying for international service, I just use Wi-Fi everywhere because you can do iMessage or any other messaging service with wi-fi and so i that's like what i've always done so i hadn't turned back on once i landed in the u.s i hadn't turned back on my data yet Mm -hmm. um and so the time zone hadn't switched and i because i hadn't connected to the miami airport wi-fi yet anyway so and of course my my 
suitcase was the last one off the belt. I kid you not, the last one off the belt. I'm over stressed. I'm like, I have to get to my flight. Oh my God, I have 20 seconds left. And me already like not in a great mental state. And so I get my bag into my time zone finally switches. I get my bag checked over and I just sit down and start crying. I'm like, oh my God, I got through. And then I was just upset. I was like, I want to go back. I don't want to go home. Just all that. So that was just like a very emotional, emotional time. And then I had, I had another one that was actually like, oh, in England last year. So we did, we got there two days before the actual tour started one day, two days before the tour started. So we could do some stuff that wasn't included in the tour. We went to Windsor, which is again, like an hour outside England. And that's where the queen lives. Mm-hmm. Um, that's her primary residence. And on our way back from Windsor, there's two bus stops across the street from each other to go to London. And we, the bus was late. And so we, but then we saw a bus go to the boat. So we were supposed to go on the bus stop um, that was, was it across the street was the right one? No, it was the one on the side of the street we were on, but then that one was not coming. It was late. Mm -hmm. And so the one across the street, a bus pulls up and we just hop on. We're like, okay, it's going to London. We didn't even check. And it takes us all the way back to the bus stop, like the, where the bus starts and way out of the way. And we, and my dad, I think as we're passing things, he's like, this doesn't seem the right direction. We're not retracing our footsteps. And then we finally get there and he asked the bus driver, he's like, oh yeah, this wasn't the bus to London. We're like, no dirt. So then we had to get, so that took like an hour and a half. And so then we had to take the hour and a half back to Windsor, oh get on the right God. bus back to London. And that was, and we had like our welcome orientation dinner with the tour group. And so yeah. we like waltz in an hour late to that. And we're like, we got lost on the buses. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the saving grace of all this is at least it's England. So like people speak English because yeah. like imagine in China that would have been an absolute nightmare you would have been so lost exactly. oh, yeah. but you know what it makes for fun experience so I can't even say that's like mm-hmm. a bad I haven't had any like awful 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 days really yeah. except the day coming home from Ecuador but that doesn't even count as part of the trip because that was like exactly going same back. thing mm-hmm. do you have have you ever had any packing fails Oh, my pat, my biggest packing fail was not warm close to New York. And then no. So I, when I went to Ecuador, I was like, I'm on the equator. It's never more than 80 degrees or like mm-hmm. it's pretty central. It doesn't get cold. doesn't get hot. I neglected to think that maybe we would travel other places in the country, which of course we did. We went up into the mountains and I didn't have any winter clothes, no jackets, no pants, literally no pants. All I brought was shorts. And so my sisters, my host sisters had to lend me like their loosest pants because mine you they're both like size zero models I'm not and so I was trying to squeeze into like sweatpants luckily we found a pair of sweatpants that fit me and so that's what I wore in the mountains because obviously jeans weren't gonna fit me or anything and then I borrowed a jacket which is like fine Mm -hmm. um that was like biggest biggest packing fails for sure yeah I can't think of exactly the reason of this packing fail it was on that same Bahamas trip but I remember that was just had, a really mixed bag of experiences. Yeah, it. for sure. And I don't know if it's just because it's like I'm talking about it. That's why I can remember all this stuff. But I remember having to go to gift shop sometime in the middle of the trip to find a swimming suit. But I know we packed some because why would we go to like an island and the beaches without having like swimwear? But either 
Do you, like, get off the ship and not bring a swimsuit with you? No, I don't think that was a thing. You know, I'm thinking, I think I might have bled through it because I started my period sometime on the trip. Uh-huh. I have a feeling that's what happened. And, like, we could wash it, but I think it was, like, the middle of the day or something that we we couldn't really get back on the cruise ship to do our laundry or whatever. So we just bought a new swimsuit, but it didn't fit. They only had, like, very kid sizes so it was like so tight everywhere but we're like you know this has to work we don't have anything else and we don't want you walking around with bloody swimwear so like I was just wearing that super tight swimsuit the entire day and I think we went back and washed everything that we had to wash so the next Mm -hmm. day was fine Mm -hmm. but I just vaguely remember having to go try on swimsuits that wouldn't fit me (laughs) Now I know definitely to make sure I pack a range of things unless I'm 100% certain that it's going to be one climate the whole time. Right. And I think it's always smart, just like at least a jacket, you know, a jacket. And a pair of pants, just a jacket and a pair of pants, at least one. And you can rewear it if you have to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So other travel tips I'm thinking of. Plane tickets are cheapest on Tuesdays. So looking on Tuesdays is always a good thing for getting cheapest prices. I just bought plane tickets and I bought them on a Wednesday, but prices were fine. fine. Um, There's lots of flight deal um, apps and like uh, newsletters. So I have the airfare spot and the flight deal are two newsletters that I'm subscribed to. And then secret flying is the app that I have. And those are really good. And the app, especially because you can personalize where it only shows you deals like leaving out of Phoenix, or I have it Phoenix and California cities, because obviously it's a cheap flight to California. If I'm taking maybe a more expensive flight and it's cheaper to go out of LA. Mm -hmm. So I have that. Um, Do you have like a standard list of things to pack for basically wherever you go? No, I have a last minute to pack list, but Mm -hmm. it like the rest of the time it's kind of catered to where I'm going. Like I plan outfits and stuff, but I do have a last minute to pack list, like all my toiletries that I have to use like the morning of. So I have to pack them as I go. I mean, making a checklist, I think is always a good idea because then you don't forget anything. Um, I feel like that's standard travel procedure for anyone who's a planner at least. Yeah. Yeah, packing light, always make sure that you don't go with a full suitcase because if you're going to buy souvenirs, you need to have room to fit. That was a struggle in Europe because (laughs) we were allowed to bring really big suitcases um, and I didn't leave myself nearly enough space. I was, I got really creative with, with stuff and I had to like fit some stuff in my carry on. Some of my stuff got like pretty smushed. Like I had a a portrait drawn in Paris and it got super creased. And so I had to lay it under like a dictionary for like three weeks to get it flat again. Right. Okay. So song of the week. I can go first. I have my song in mind. So this is, I, it came up on my discover weekly. So I don't even like really know the artist or anything, but it's called unsustainable unsolicited contact so the whole story of the song is that like 
this couple breaks up, but the guy keeps trying to reach back to the girl. But in all these weird ways, he's like, oh, you know, it's my uncle's birthday. So if you just like wanted to wish him, just wanted to let you know. And she's like, stop coming back into my life. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And she's like, um, I had to like deduct that you're dating a new girl through your Facebook photos and stuff. So it's kind of like this narrative and he keeps trying to reach back and reach back. And she's like, stop. I don't want this unsolicited contact go away. So I like it. It's also very catchy. What about you? Song of the week? I'm thinking of a Camila one because I'm still listening to the album on repeat Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't. What's new? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm really bad. I just listen to the same things over and over again. So I'm thinking um, other ones I've really been enjoying. Um, Justin Bieber Hold On is really good. Mm -hmm. I like that vibe. Very summer vibe. I like that one. And then in my French class, sometimes my teacher would play songs at the beginning of class. And one that she played was Tebel, which is a really sweet song. I really like that one. So I'd say mm-hmm. probably those, because I've been listening to those actually fairly. Other, uh, when I'm not listening to Camilo, that's what I've been listening to, I think. Which is like never, but okay. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Let us know if you end up um, like listening to any of these songs that we're recommending, because I know every week we have a new set of songs. So if you like any of them, reach out, let us know, leave us a comment. We could make a playlist too. Like if anyone cares, we could make a playlist of the songs that we're listening to. So that is very true. Good idea. Okay, so I think that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode all about travel and we'll see you next time for another episode in of Friendship in a Time of Coronavirus. Bye. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Friendship in a Time of Coronavirus. Like, subscribe, and leave us a review telling us what you think.